0: Is Shana Naranjo back with another IAD podcast.
1: Hey guys, this is Quentin Candelaria and we are here presenting you with another episode of the podcast series.
0: So today we're talking about TIF. TIF stands for Tribal Infrastructure Fund and it's one of the projects that IED handles and so we're getting to talk to a lot of the tribal nations who have projects currently funded by TIF and today we're joined by Terry Aguilar who deals with the San Alfonso project, which is the wastewater system? Um, Terry, if you could introduce yourself.
2: Good afternoon. My name is Terry Aguilar. I'm from the Pueblo of San Alfonso, and I am the project manager for the uh, infrastructure, which includes water, wastewater, and generally utility.
0: So, the official name of this project is the wastewater system phase one and phase two. Um, if my understanding is correct, Phase one has been finished, and now phase two is an implementation.
2: You are correct. Uh, Phase one is just completing. We are just now uh, finalizing the as-built, our engineering firm, and so we have implemented through the TIP project about $780,000 of a million dollar project, and uh, this TIP project was able to establish our initial phase one infrastructure and so we are just upgrading and fixing
0: it. Can you go into more detail about phase one of the project?
2: Phase one is really within the, um, the main area of the Pueblo, uh, Pueblo is so, going what it is is in 1965 uh, through the Pueblo and Health Service, they put in clay pipes um, through the, throughout the main area of the Pueblo, which is like a main central uh, historic district area, and so those those pipes over the years have uh, broken or just old, and so what we were, what our dilemma was, we were trying to figure out how we didn't have to dig up, you know, within the Puddle area because it's a very traditional area. So phase one was a, a method in which we did trenchless uh, work, which basically we used the existing pipes and we used one to pull the pipe and. And basically, that went into existing pipes. Uh, They steamed it and it formed into the pipe, and we didn't have to do any trenching. So that saved us a lot of problems and had to deal with the traditional and larger historic districts in the area.
0: And when did you start implementing phase one?
2: The project began in 2012 with our plan. And this actually began with the Tribal infrastructure Fund in 2012. Uh, the Indian Fair Department has been working with us since starts of planning and now construction. So we've gone through all those years of development.
1: What stage is Phase 2 currently in?
2: Right now, uh, because our DAS fields are being finalized with the engineers, uh, that is our only last uh, thing that we have to do with our phase. Everything is complete. We're substantially complete. Contracts are not and We're just the engineers just finalize the drawing. And once we get those drawings, then we'll release engineer and we'll be done. Then we're going to begin with phase two. And phase two is a, um, adding an additional 44 homes to our current um, uh, main system. So, but it's a larger, bigger area.
0: So. Thinking back about phase one and phase two, how many people had to come together um, to collaborate on this project? And who are those people or organizations?
2: This was a multi-faceted project and because it started the planning and because it involved not only the main area of the Pueblo, what we've done is we started inviting the entire Pueblo as a whole, meaning all tribal members. And we've had several um, meetings from the pre-planning, to, we, we've established what's called a conceptual design report to a preliminary engineering report. And so all of these types of initial uh, design packages, uh, we have to have the assistance following from the USDA, United States uh, Department of Agriculture, to the New Mexico Environment uh, Department, to the Mexico Affairs Department. Uh, because we're working also in doing this infrastructure conjunction or correlation with the uh, uh, water system. Waukee Basin Regional Water System, which is a, a brand new water, uh, water system for all of northern or, or New Mexico. We had to coordinate with the Bureau of Reclamation. And because some of the, um, the areas would impact non-Indian um, places, I mean we wanted to bring people and get them off for septic things also, so they could have to and more importantly, when we're doing all this, because we're still under, uh, with the poll, we also included the Bureau of Engineers. So what we did is we included everybody, so that when the project came to construction, uh, this year we started in January for Phase 1, and with actual construction, we were done by June 30th, 2019. So that's, that's what made it much easier to do. Um. So.
1: Going back to phase one and now during your implementation of phase two, did any difficulties occur during this uh, project?
2: One of the biggest difficulties we had was when you did do trenching. That's what made things difficult. And uh, because it was here, it was within the uh, historic district. So meaning the historic district and the state historic preservation the firm established its own tribal preservation office and because we were able to do that, we were able to handle a lot of issues internally making much easier. But those were our difficulties because when you do trenching, you find stuff. And that's what made things difficult. But we were able to accommodate that and things pretty quickly within less than twenty-four hours, in fact.
0: So kind of going on to your role in the project, if you could please describe that for us.
2: What uh, my role is, I'm the project manager for the water and the wastewater as well as the uh, infrastructure. And, and what I do is, I, I try to overlay all the infrastructure within the tunnel. And that's going from everything from water to electrical to, to just for any type of utilities in the tunnel. Then we've gone all the existing infrastructure. And then we've met with the community as a whole and said, well, where do these things want to go? And the more importantly, what do you see in the future? So, a lot of these designs were designed for the design or, uh, design benefit of what's currently existing, but also, what does the public seek to build in the future? So, this is a basic, a larger master plan. But not only for the public, but because we have surrounding communities in non-discipline land, we were able to develop that relationship to show it. it doesn't do us any good to build a system everybody's not involved in it. So our goal is to get everybody off to the
1: system. In terms of the overall effect of the project, what impact do you want the project to have on your community?
2: The, the impact for phase one is to have a system in which this may sound very simple, that we don't have elm um, trees getting into our wastewater system. That's our biggest problem. The amount of elm trees we found out, and, and the videos that we had in here, was tremendous. And that's because they were giving into the seed, so you know, less elm trees means less money that we have to go over and pay. So it's very, it's like, keep it simple, kids. But for us, we were, we we're having so much problems with the elm trees now because one long uh, pipeline that's going to eliminate a lot of the operation payments for future. get the travel member home household off the septic system and get them off. because eventually if we don't take people off the septic system we'll just contain them off. and that's really the job going and the goal is to get everybody off the septic system so that we can have clean drinking water in the future
0: um so i think moving on to our last couple of questions um what have you learned throughout this whole project
2: What I learned initially is that uh, as tribes, as we get more and more um, into the infrastructure funding, we have to become more astute um, um, private contractors that want to try to build systems. And I think planning and more planning and design is very, very important because um, you know I think what made it a little bit easier for us, and we're still not over the hump. You know, we started phase 1 to phase 7. But if you do not make sure that you have all these phases in mind and you don't keep everything and everybody involved, you're going to have difficulties with people up to go. And it's really planning about how you're going to pick the money because you know making sure that you have all the money not just for construction because that's one thing that everybody just goes out to construction but there are other items, contingencies that people forget about engineering, construction management, typical activities, and just pure um, business uh, expenses. So maybe teaching, try how to prepare other than just construction management, and just so they're not having to rely on engineers sure. or accountants. I guess that's what I would recommend or focus.
1: So I guess just to sum everything up, we have one last question for you, and that is, if you could give some tips to other tribes applying for TIF, what would they be?
2: Understanding the ICIP process, uh, and, and that's, that's key. I mean, I know it's really difficult, but ICIP, ICIP process, and I have to get the this because that forces you to really look at the middle thing. If a tribe can really fully start that really it makes life easier because we should not just be going after CHIP and that's what we we'll able to do because we're able to look at ICIP, we're able to look at other types of funding, using that next to the environmental department funding, funding, USDA funding, and, it's, and then CHIP, the capital so. For phase two, we have a plethora of additional funding other than CHIP. I think that's what's key. Just don't rely on CHIP go after additional funding. Right? And the ICIP really helps do
0: that. Um, so thank you for sharing all of that information about the wastewater system phase one and two. Um, before we go, do you have any last words?
2: Uh, no, I don't. I just appreciate you guys giving us the opportunity to speak about this. And the person that we work under is uh, Governor Perry Martinez, who's been involved in a lot of this. So it's been very, very helpful having Governor Perry Martinez, who was on the Travel Infrastructure Board, too. So he understood
0: the process. So it's been really good. Um, yeah, no, we appreciate you taking the time to speak with us on these matters, um, because we're just trying to inform the public of what IAD does and, of course, the different projects that a lot of the Pueblos tribes and nations have going on um, so yeah once again thank you for your time and talking with us
1: not a problem. thank you okay guys that is all the time we have for today this has been the IAD podcast and this is Quentin Candelaria signing out see you guys later
0: bye